Listen, guys, choose not and gal, to live in a world of filters. Realize your uh, mistakes. We got with us today. Set the foundation uh, for your a success. A buddy of mine. This is, this is actually this is what's cool about this. Knucklehead On the podcast. other side of the country, going out and making it happen as a men's transformation coach. We got Brian Jones here today. Brian, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Hey, Steven, man. I'm awesome. Thanks for having me, man. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, well, I tell you what, there's a lot of people out there that are sitting on the edge of their seats or they're screaming at their kids in the back seat saying, shut up. I want to listen to Brian talk. I want Brian Brian's to say on something. The show. So. Shut up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Everybody get quiet. Wisdom is about ready to come impart on us. No, no, listen. <laughs> hey, we, we call this show Knucklehead for, for a reason. Um, as men, as males, as accomplishers, as females that are out there with, with some tremendous goals, reaching out there, putting yourself out there. Being way outside of your comfort zone, being vulnerable, it puts you in a position where you have to learn. And uh, and quite frankly, that's why we say get some wins too, because those small steps towards growth, they they require a tremendous amount of vulnerability. Uh, but it also requires you to embrace the fact that you're going to screw up, you're going to mess up, you're going to make mistakes. That's what being a knucklehead is all about. But it's also about sharing some of these stories. So tell people a little bit about about Brian. Tell people a little bit about you know. Um, why, why would it be a good idea to, uh, to, to make some mistakes and then recover from them? Make some mistakes, man. We're all – mistakes is like part of life, right? We're all going to make mistakes. So yep. it's like learning how to embrace that, right? So I've made plenty of mistakes in, in – actually, I've made two mistakes in my entire life. I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, yeah, I've made a uh, – Two mistakes. That's, yeah, that's impressive. Mistakes. That's impressive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But – like the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes that actually like still sticks with me today is uh, back when I was a I'm transitioning out of real estate. And uh, back when I was a realtor, uh, you know, I, I would pride myself on like taking absolute care of my clients. You know, the fiduciary responsibility that we have. I took that very seriously. Uh, I had a listing one time and taken for like there was this contractor doing repairs on the listing that I had. And I would constantly check in, see how everything was going. And he would give me the A-OK. And without checking myself, long story short, the uh, nothing was OK. Nothing was done. So the buyers came through the final walkthrough. And literally one oh thing on the list was done the day before closing. And I had to eat that. And I had to like, and, and the deal fell through. And honestly, it was really, really hard for me. I was putting the blame on the contractor. I was putting the blame on the, even the homeowners. I'm like, you couldn't see that. But in reality, it, it was my fault. I should have taken a, a, a firm stand and gone over to the property myself and checked on it. And so that was very, that was really hard for me to accept. So I, I love that story that you led with as a real estate agent. Um, uh, what did I hear? I heard a, a leadership expert giving a talk to a group of real estate agents talking about how when the economy was fantastic, you didn't even have to be good. Right. You could just you could just be an order taker. If you could answer the phone, walk through some properties and help people sign some paperwork, you could sell some homes. Um, he talked about when things got hard, it gave an opportunity to those who really wanted to drill down into what you're talking about, uh, provide a, a higher quality of service, uh, potentially put themselves out there from a gas and time standpoint to investigate their subcontractors. For those people who are unfamiliar with that process, my, me, myself included, I'm naive, don't, don't have any idea what I'm talking about. What time frame are we talking about? And how long did you go start to finish on um, 
allowing that that contractor to uh, to kind of mess you around like that. So yeah. So basically what happens is when the house gets under contract, the buyers schedule the home inspection. So in this, in this particular case, um, we had been under contract for about three or four days and the buyers ordered the, the uh, home inspection. So what happens with the home inspection is they come up with a list of everything that's wrong with the house. And so it's, it's always a comprehensive list. Now the buyers and their agents negotiate what they want fixed. And then the buyer's agent brings it to the listing agent. And then I present it to my sellers. So we did all this. We agreed to the terms of everything. So by this point, you know, we're a weekend. Now we hire the contractor. And I've always had uh, contractors are, are, you know, they're hit or miss. So uh, I got this, I had a buddy of mine who was a contractor and he did work for my brother. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to give him a shot. And then um, the whole process was two, two to three weeks. And, you know, he keeps, he kept saying like, we're waiting on parts from the the store all this stuff but yeah the whole process for like two or three weeks and um about the third or fourth week we're that's when we did the final walkthrough and uh i had been in constant uh contact with him i was just taking his word for it though and yeah that's that was the big mistake but i'm kind of i'm i'm grateful that it happened yeah no that's that's good that you have that perspective now um let me switch gears on here just real quick so you're a men's transformation coach now. Yes. Um, what is what are what are some common themes that you're seeing um, out there? That I mean, I don't necessarily know if you talk to guys about about changing careers, about being a better dad, yeah. but talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing common themes out there that uh, about people putting themselves out there. Yeah. Uh, where's there the most opportunity for growth? So my thing is, you know, Stephen, a lot of people are really unhappy. They're not happy, but they're just not, un- they're not unhappy enough to do anything about it. And so my story, you know, the real estate, it was, it was crushing me. So I had to really, uh, I had to step aside and like really contemplate on what I really wanted to do. And I have a, a coach myself and he asked me, he said, Brian, what's the, uh, what's the purpose of your business? And I said, to make me happy. And he said, so you're relying on your job your business to make you happy what if you flip that what if you found what makes you happy and make a make a career out of that make a business out of that and i you know i pondered that for a long time but i i was i was too afraid to actually do it and i think a lot of people are still stuck in that fear that uh, of the anxiety and the stress of the unknown or the uncertainty that they're not willing to fully sit in that and they're they're sabotaging their whole life because of that fear so my ultimate goal my ultimate passion is to really just help people go from living in their head to living from the heart so living from anxiety and stress because when you're operating at that low energy that's the energy that you give off and that's the energy that's going to come back to you and we wonder why that nothing ever changes in our life well we're like where what happens if you can go from living in your head to living in your heart, a place from love, instead of seeking happiness and seeking joy, what happens if you learn how to really stand in your own value and operate from there, that place instead of seeking it? That's where the game changes. And that's what I like. I truly find passion in my purpose is helping men uh, become better fathers. And that starts with improving their own relationship with themselves. Yeah. I mean, your self-talk and what it is that you're, I mean, you, you spend the most time with you, 
uh, right. probably the second most person is your is your partner, your spouse, whomever. The hard, the hard part is sometimes whenever you've made that decision to change and you get constant reinforcement in terms of negative self-talk back to you, but then also oh, yeah. when yeah. that person who knows you the best, who's seen you try to go through changes in the past, they remind you of that person that you were and you're like, oh my God, seriously, I'm trying to make some changes here. Yeah. Stop telling me about what I'm not doing well. Exactly. I, I wanna, <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, the fact is, is, is they have a life too. They, they, quite frankly, they entered into an agreement with you uh, and they're relying on you to figure it out. Not just talk about it. Just go figure it out and make it happen. So um, that's important. So you're seeing a lot of guys out there who are unhappy. You're seeing a lot of guys out there that need some help and some coaching in terms of next steps to go from a uh, a life of chasing happiness to a life of chasing uh, what their purpose is. Uh, what's the? And maybe I misheard you, but what's yeah. the difference between the two? So instead of uh, li- instead of living from a place where you're seeking happiness and seeking joy yeah. you can actually live from that place sure learning yeah learning how to to the, the self-love and discipline because a lot of people deep down they don't really respect themselves or love themselves and if you, you if you don't love yourself you can't receive the love so basically how yeah. i what, what i tell people is like look you can you're, you're not going to be happy if you get a new car you're not going to be happy if you get a new house, because th- those things don't provide happiness, they provide short-term happiness. But if you're miserable on the inside, then it doesn't matter because it's it's only going to be a temporary, it's only going to be temporary. But if you learn how to like, no matter what life throws at you, if you can understand that, you know, law of, law of pure potentiality, right? If you have everything you need inside you, it's just tapping into that. It's just tapping into that. You know what I mean? That inner love and, and, and uh, power, inner power. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a bunch there's a bunch of, of books out there that people uh, can read if they're curious about what it is that you're talking about. They, if they want to know, well, all right, I get it, Brian. How yeah. do I get in touch with you? I, we can talk through this, but I kind of want to curate some of what it is that you're talking about. I want to in, inspect before I expect. I want to I want to take the lesson that you learned from the real estate debacle and, uh, and try to apply it towards this transformation process. What are some books that you would suggest oh people to gosh. go go out there and check out? The book I'm reading right now. And it's been like, I've actually, I've read it before and I, and I keep it with me all the time. It's yeah. uh, the seven, uh, spiritual laws of success by deep. Okay. And there's, okay. there's these seven laws. And the first law I just mentioned is the law of pure potentiality. And it states, you know, there's two types of power. There's ego based power. And that's the power that, thrives on title money you know is the ego and the problem with that is once those once the money is gone once the title's gone once the status is gone the power's gone now the other yeah the other law the the other part of that is the self-referral power that states that all the power comes from within you and that's and that's you can't mess with that it's it's permanent it's infinite yes those are two those are two those are two of the seven you want to know the other five? You got to get Deepak Chopra's book. Would you say Seven Laws of Spiritual Growth? Success. Yeah. Success. Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. All right, listen, we're up against it here. So um, listen, I, I appreciate you taking some time. First of all, it's difficult whenever you put yourself out there to a new audience. It's difficult when you put yourself out there like a mistake. But we see a lot of people who want to beat their chest and talk about all the success that they've had. But when you start asking them about what they've learned from their mistakes, Mm, yeah. speak, it's our people kind of squirm a little bit. They're like, well, let me, uh, you know, I, I haven't done that yet. So, you know, it's like, yeah. all right, well, 
you're an anomaly. Everybody else is out there screwing up, and, and we want some authenticity here. So, yeah. Um, tell people how to get help. Tell people how to get in touch. You're out in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm in Charlotte, tell people how North to get Carolina, in touch. Carolina, home of the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. You can uh, and get the Tar Heels. Yeah, and, oh, the Tar Heels. Yeah, You're speaking my language now. They're they're like right three on. hours away. Uh, but no, you can reach me on uh, Facebook. It's Brian underscore Jonesetti. And Instagram is Brian underscore Jonesetti as well. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested. I just want to, yeah, I love connecting with people and uh, looking forward to connecting with your audience, man. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing 2019. Let me tell you that. I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, for those of you who can get in touch with them. Uh, Brian, I appreciate you taking some time, sharing that mistake, putting yourself out there. And, and being a guest today on Knucklehead. Listen, you can you can listen to the Knucklehead podcast every Tuesday. Uh, every Tuesday we come out with a new episode. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram or Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, Knucklehead Promotions, and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions. So I uh, appreciate you. If you want to go to knuckleheadpodcast.com and get yourself a Don't Be Beta shirt, that's fine. I mean, it probably wouldn't hurt my feelings too much. Or <laughs> if, if you wanted to go and talk to Brian, he told you how to get in touch with him on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, you're a men's transformation or you're into immense transformation. Make sure that you read seven laws of spiritual success before you call Brian. He's going to quiz you afterwards. He wants to know the other five. Uh, so, yeah, you got we, that right. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it, Brian. Thank you very much. Guys. Hey, Steven, Y'all thanks so much for having me. Uh, it was an honor. Appreciate you. Absolutely, bud. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. Take care. Bye.